Small Farm Nation Academy teaches farmers how to build their brands and get more farm customers. Plus, you can get a modern farm press website free with your membership if you want. So check out smallfarmnationacademy.com today and get growing. So here's a question for you. How many brands should you have for your farm products? Hey, it's Tim Young of smallfarmnation.com. Today, I'm going to answer some questions I've received several times regarding whether you should have one farm brand or multiple. Hey there, thanks for joining me again this week. So it's branding week here on the Small Farm Nation podcast. And we're going to talk not just about branding, but how many farm brands you should have. So this won't be a super long podcast, but it's super important because farming lends itself to multiple enterprises and multiple products more than any industry I really can think of. I mean, imagine you raise cows and only cows. That's it. You just got some cows. Sounds like you have one product, right? But from that one animal, you could produce and market registered beef cows, registered dairy cows, 4-H cows, miniature cows, non-registered beef or dairy cows, bottle calves, commercial beef steers, semen, embryos, raw milk, milk through a co-op, artisan cheese, yogurt, ice cream, or butter. I mean, that's a quick dozen products at least right there. So you get my point. And those products have very different buyers, right? I mean, you don't market commercial beef steers to the person shopping for local raw milk or ice cream. I mean, I'm not saying somebody who raises beef steers doesn't need ice cream, but you know what I'm saying. The people who are looking to buy commercial beef steers is not the same as the person who's looking to buy local raw milk. So what do you do in terms of building a brand? Do you establish one brand or do you establish many brands for your products? Now, this topic was prompted by questions I've received several times, both from members inside the Small Farm Nation Academy and from members of my farm marketing group over on Facebook. It's a good question, and I think it deserves its own episode, so here it is. So let me just first read the questions I've received from three farmers. I'll pick out three farmers, then I'll tell you my response. Okay, here we go. Here's the question from someone I'll call Farmer A. Here's the question. Soliciting branding advice, please. We are known as an aquaponics, greens, herbs, microgreens grower. We're adding a second small business to our farm that isn't related. Ducks for the eggs, not the meat. Our actual farm name is ABC Farm. Okay, you probably figured out that's not really their farm name, but that's what I'm going to call all these farms to protect the innocent. Back to the question. We will be using duck ponics to grow food for the ducks, but not for people. Much like this post has gotten complicated, do we run the duck business under our farm name and try to avoid any ties to the aquaponics business? Or do we put them both under the farm name umbrella and tie the ponics growing techniques? Any advice greatly appreciated. <laughs> okay, before I respond to that one, Let's hear from someone else. Farmer B, I'm curious what you think about branding a basket of products, either diverse meat offerings or veggies and meats. Doesn't matter. Branding everything under the farm entity umbrella or differentiating those products through different brand names. On the one hand, all the different product groups are simply so-and-so farm products. On the other hand, 
brands for each group of products, pork, lamb, and honey, for example. So create a brand for each category is what the person's asking. Ooh, these questions are just confusing just to understand, so I can understand why the branding implications are probably confusing too. Now let's move on to the third question. This is the last one I'm going to read from you, but it's a long one. This is Farmer C, who starts, I don't know how to label this topic, but I am struggling with what to do with my brand and website. I have a domain managed and hosted on Squarespace. I named my farm ABC Farm. Yeah, there's that farm again. Because it was broad and I could change gears with the direction of my farm without confusing customers. Okay, makes sense. For example, I originally had a loan in motion to buy 20 to 40 cows, but I ended up moving across the country and raising sheep. Good thing I didn't get invested in ABC Cattle Company or something like that. First of all, most everyone struggles with spelling all the words in my farm name. This person has a challenging name to spell. But Google usually knows exactly what people are searching for, so maybe this isn't an issue. Second, I have come to a point where I really need to branch off from selling sheep to other farmers and start selling a lot more meat to consumers. The problem is I have been focusing my brand and website SEO and visuals toward the farmer. And as a result, I have seriously neglected picking up meat eaters. Reaching out to farmers is easy. They are actively searching for animals on Craigslist, Facebook, Best, Buy Farm, Best Farm Buy, and looking through the breeder directory. But the meat consumer is different. Not many people go grocery shopping on Craigslist. At best, I can expect them to go to a weekly farmer's market for groceries. Another farm marketing advisor suggested I needed to make a completely different website with completely different visuals and wordage to attract the meat buyer. So this made me ask a ton more questions. To start, do I need two different farm names? Should I start over with the naming of my farm business? How do I link them together in a way that isn't confusing? What about the last five years that I've been using this farm name? In the meantime, I, comp I compromise with putting up a pop-up banner on my website that asks visitors if they are looking for meat, eggs, and dairy and direct them to the specific tab for that. Now I have several pop-ups and sign-up sheets, one that pops up on the sheep sale page to get people to sign up for sheep sales, and the other pops up on the meat and dairy page to get them to sign up for grocery sales. Plus, I posted both email sign-up forms all over the website. People are still confused. Yeah, I get it. I had a man call me saying he, how he saw my meat page, but he couldn't see anything else on my website and was looking for sheep for sale, not meat. So I'm looking for suggestions on how to handle selling two different products to two different customers before I move into redesigning the website. Phew, that was it. That's the end of it. That was a long question, much more than a question, actually. But it gives us a good sense of the challenge. And there have been other questions like this related to multiple brands, but by now you get the point and see the issues farmers are concerned about. Okay. So let's get to my recommendations, and I'll share exactly how I replied to that question from Farmer C, because my answer to that question applies to all the questions. So here's the Timmer's response to Farmer C. Great question and topic. Now, I'll tell you what I know unequivocally for sure, and that is you can achieve this 
either way, meaning you can succeed with your mission under one brand or by spinning off a separate brand. However, having said that, if it were me, I would go with one brand since that's easier and less costly. Now the details. On my farm, we sold many products to very different customers. We sold pasture-raised meat cuts to convenience and nutrition-oriented consumers, whole and half bulk meats to cost-conscious consumers, artisan cheese to restaurants, resorts, retailers, distributors, and consumers, classes and workshops such as farm schools, artisan cheese classes, to other farmers and wannabe farmers, tours and dinners to consumers, butchering classes such as hog butchering, charcuterie making, poultry butchering, uh, cheese classes, and so on to consumers. And we sold lots of live animals, livestock guardian dogs, uh, heritage breed animals to farmers and homesteaders. Now, on the show notes page, I put a couple of screenshots from our website eight years ago that show all the products we offer to give a sense of how we branded and how we achieved this. We marketed each of those as products rather than creating separate brands for them. Now, in terms of search engine optimization, that's relatively easy, right? By just crafting the pages properly in terms of URLs and page titles, H tags, uh, keyword density, and so on to get the backlinks from other sites that we wanted. It's easy because there's not much competition for this farmer or for most farmers, you know, that are online. That's because most of us are geo-specific. I mean, if you want to market organic lamb to the Nashville market, for instance, how many people are doing that? Not many, I'm sure. So your marketing energy has to go into creating awareness of and demand for that, as I describe in all my branding lessons in the Small Farm Nation Academy. Now, I know this is a stressful issue for you and for other farmers, and I believe you can be successful either way. But for me, I wouldn't want the added stress of building and managing multiple brands. That is work for big companies, not one person bootstrap shops like me as a farmer. I would create one brand, your farm and your website, and I'd offer multiple products underneath that brand umbrella. Well, you don't know what you're feeding yourself. You just buy whatever's on the shelf. So what am I saying? What's the bottom line? The bottom line is that creating even a single quality brand is hard work and prolonged effort. So why in the world would you want to undertake the effort to create multiple brands? Now, maybe it's different if you've got point-of-sale products in a grocery store and they're in different categories, but come on, 99.9% of you, that's not the case. So just focus your energy on creating an overarching brand that is respected, highly regarded. Then your brand will represent and stand for the individual products you sell, just the way Apple stands for iPods or iPads or something like that. But focus on getting people to like and trust your umbrella brand. Let, put your energies into that. Let that be your branding strategy. Get people to like and trust and know your umbrella brand. And then use tactics such as SEO, content marketing, and email marketing to connect buyers with your specific products. If you need more help with this or want to learn more, just come into the academy at smallfarmnationacademy.com and I will be glad to help you. Well, 
Well, that's it for this episode, Small Farm Nation. Remember, you can keep up with me and all my content at smallfarmnation.com. You'll also find a link there to the Small Farm Nation Academy, the online membership site with videos, downloads, a forum, and one-to-one coaching from me to help you grow your farm business. And hey, would you like some free video training? Just go to smallfarmnation.com and you'll see the link for my free three-video farm marketing lunch pad. It covers the one-page farm business plan, the fatal flaws of farm websites, and much more. Again, it's my free gift to you at smallfarmnation.com. Okay, so until next time, here's to hoping you get growing. Well, you don't know what you're feeding yourself. You just buy whatever's on the shelf. You don't care if it's full of GMO. And what's inside them, nobody knows. Cables to the left of you, right up to the right. Here I am, out here farming for you. Yes, I'm out here farming for you. And I just want you to know the truth. My food is real and locally grown. Just a few miles from your home. Cables to the left of you. Right up to the right, here I am, out here farming for you. Well, factories falling, not the waste of eating fake food every day. I grow real food, your family needs, now come along and sing with me.